Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And welcome to Dice World, the queerest Pathfinder podcast on the planet, where you say hair questions like, if you could make a new power word, what would it be? Now, mm. okay, before we say anything, okay, I know the low-hanging fruit. Don't say it. Power word come. Damn it! Yeah! <laughs> power word come! Power word come! Power I... word come! Come on, KK, join in. <laughs> Say it. I'm good. <laughs> no! <laughs> um, Some poor bastard like, was like, oh, this looks like a good family-friendly podcast. Let me check out the latest episode with my infant daughter on my list. <laughs> no. Which I would like you all to know, we we have gotten angry messages uh, when we started Kingmaker. Um where because like the intro the first thing Ritz says is go fuck yourself <laughs> really people were mad loudly. about it yeah I got I got angry letters from a dad saying like my daughter was listening and like damn that's not my sorry, fucking problem sir. is it bitch your kid has better taste than you I chose oh this God. question I chose this question and um I was. I thought I would be really funny and be like, ah, "That's the one I'll say." But then I realized as soon as I said, it, I was like, "Hold on, <laughs> they're all going." This it's what everyone's going to say. Every single one of you motherfuckers is going to be like, "If I could make a super magic word that could make someone do anything, it would be, man." It'd be funny. It is kind of funny. Would we like to play some Pathfinder? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Previously in Dice Will Roll, the Radiant Winds began their third day on Danger Island, and entry... The finalists of the Ruby Phoenix Tournament could begin climbing their way up to the top of Mount Haminabu to present their phoenix feathers and gain entrance into the Ruby Palace and the tournament itself. They began the day by making their way towards uh, several shrines, following in the paths of a spirit guide. After claiming their final sh- uh, gifts from the shrines and saying goodbye to the old forgotten gods of Bunmu, you began making your way towards Mount Haminabu, only to be sprung upon by valiant enemies. I say in quotes. <laughs> With them dispatched, nothing stands, be- nothing stands between the Radiant Winds and the Ruby Phoenix Tournament. So everyone, are we all ready to go? Yeah. Pretty generous yep. description of that group. <laughs> I liked them. 
Tab. Would we like to 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 play some uh, Pathfinder? We want to hop in. Yes, yeah. Sure. yeah. Okay. <clears throat> it's about two thirty p.m. and you, the radiant winds, are climbing. Climbing very high, I should add. By now, as you mount the rocky paths of Mount Haminabu, you can see the rest of the island unfold beneath you. It almost looks exactly like your map. You can hear the uh, chatter of voices as you start slowly approaching the final path towards the Ruby Palace itself, a massive pagoda which stands at the very top of this island. How are you all doing as you make this treacherous journey up, knowing from the fireworks have already exploded in the sky that at least three entrants have already entered the tournament. Sanku's excited. Yeah? Yeah. I don't I don't think that he's, like, afraid that they're going to lose or not get there in time. I, I think he's just excited now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Masami and Chuji, how, how are you two doing? Um, Chuji has the, um, what's the word? What's the word when a fear is very stupid? A stupid fear? Thanks, Jackass. Um, irrational <laughs> fear? Yes, thank you, David. Uh, Judy has the irrational fear that there are five teams already waiting up there just to fuck them over. Um, <laughs> and a, <laughs> who have yet to turn in their, their necklaces. <laughs> and it's making them so anxious they're chewing on their lip uh, real hard. Um, they, they're probably, like, rushing up, um, more than they should, and it's, they definitely look tired going up the mountain. But they, they are excited at, at deep down they are. It's just that gnawing anxiety that, uh, the last 23 years are for nothing, and they'll have to wait another five. Ten. Or ten, yeah. Even better. Even better. Chuji does not want to be 33. <laughs> when they win the tournament. <laughs> okay. And Masami, how are you doing? I think Masami is still kind of like thinking about um, the events of last night and trying not to let it show. Um, they are moving relative they are moving, I think they're like the midway between Chuji and Senku of like moving relatively fast but not like in a rush. I think they're hemming and hawing right now about like whether they should like keep their magic whether they should keep their magic sense on. Just like making sure that they when they see the Ruby Phoenix just just confirm. I mean she wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. How how is your magic sense, by the way? Is it like a visual thing? Is it more like a, a like just a sense, like you know, hair standing up on end? How how does your magic sense feel? I think it's a scent. Ooh, you can... Oh my god, you can fucking sniff it in the air. Mm-hmm. Okay, I love that. Sure. Great, I didn't I didn't want to say it looks like X. Got it, got it. Well, I'll leave you all to it. They have described it before as like a... Ma- um, basically like uh, a scent to follow, pretty much. I see, okay. Fascinating. Um, okay, all three of you, you are like winding up towards the final path climbing up this mountain. There have not been any uh, fireworks to have gone off um, like within the last half hour 
it has taken you some time to climb, or within the last, like, hour, it has taken you, like, a long time to climb this mountain. I'm talking, like, yeah, about an hour, an hour and a half. Well, so you, I assume you're all a little tired, but you've I, done it. I have, I have a question. How long does my, uh, does the flight last? Or does, uh, do as I long just as you have... like. Then, uh, Senku's been doing that because he's not gonna deal with that. The <laughs> others can be tired, but he's sitting on his, he's sitting on his staff. Oh, Chuji's so out of breath. They're, like, sweating so hard. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, like I said, they've been rushing up this mountain way more than they should. Um... They look terrible. They're desperate to get to the top. Sanku's <laughs> like, Chiji, you're gonna you're gonna bite a hole through your lip, and you are sweating really hard. What of it? Do you need a break? No, we're going to the top. It's gonna be fine. I'm fine. I'm not tired. Chiji, what if you're too tired and whatever is it? What, like, you, you, we shouldn't be going up there exhausted. Masami, tell them. <laughs> We're almost there. It's fine. Juji, <laughs> if you need to rest for like half a second, we can rest. No, absolutely not. I will remind you, it only takes an hour of resting to remove the fatigue condition. Thanks to uh, <laughs> our, our good, good friend, uh, Ramijav, the god of rest and comedy. It only takes an hour. Well, Juji keeps going. <laughs> Oh my god. Chuji, would you rather I give you a piggyback ride? No, that's a sign of weakness. I don't even then know what to you, say to Then this what right exactly now. are you going to show how Jin when you show up fatigued? Yeah, don't you want to impress her? Come here. Exactly. Masami <laughs> 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 gives Chuji a piggyback ride. Ugh. Okay. So that way, <laughs> that, that way they can rest. <laughs> and not 20 steps later you get to the top of a hill and you see you have reached a summit <laughs> <laughs> alright we're here get off Shuji <laughs> oh, like rolls off and falls on the floor um, okay when I said get off I thought you were gonna go on both feet but come on they picked you just. well you do this uh, but then you like kind of cross the top <laughs> and you see everything there it is. Near the source of a river, which you assume must be the same river you've seen many times across this island, is a bridge. And on the other side of a bridge is an absolutely gigantic palace. Beautiful cherry white and red stones make up the walls, and then wood highlights this beautiful pagoda and the many surrounding buildings sprawling out from it. It is probably one of the most incredible feats of architecture you have ever seen. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. But standing uh, on all sides, like, on both sides of the bridge, kind of waiting, like, not on the bridge, in front of the bridge, on the grassy path that leads up to it, to the left and right of the path are dozens of fighting teams. All of whom uh, kind of, like, have their arms crossed and kind of their heads perk as you approach, kind of scanning you out. Some of these teams you don't recognize. You see five elven samurai. Uh, you see um, fish people holding spears. Uh, you see two uh, men in strange black robes, wide-brimmed hat, and bird-like masks. But there are others you do recognize. <laughs> the Grave uh... Treaders. 
Uh, <laughs> Ravzillier, Belindra, and Gruntrak. No sign of raps. They may be left in a home. <laughs> they were like, he's gonna die. <laughs> you can see the heralds of Hongal, uh, kind of like watching and like chatting with each other. They look a little disappointed. Um, and you can see even your oldest friends, Trion, Sonsu of No Clan, and Geli, as well as good old Ozzy, standing at the back. Aww. Touch the stars smiles and waves at you as you make your way up this path. And as you're making your way up the path, you hear a voice call out to you all. Uh, ho- hey! Hey, guys! Over here! What? Huh? Mm-hmm. Huh? And <gasps> rushing out towards you all. <laughs> oh, my God. The best team in all of this campaign! <laughs> is a, a middle-aged man with a with an orange uh, martial arts robe, hair tied up into a bun, and a symbol of Irori tattooed onto his chest. Tino Tongs and his team, Tino's Toughest, kind of jumps out of the crowd towards you all, uh, smiling and grinning, and uh, Tino kind of slaps your back, uh, Sanku, and says, Hey, kids, how'd it go? You all good? Yeah, like we, good fight? we did. Uh, and I think uh, Zumi... I kind of bows to you all a little bit, uh, the, the white kitsune. Uh, and she says, well, you all look a little bit stronger than the last time we saw you. I hope you <laughs> did very well on your journeys. Oh, we, we did pretty well. Uh, pretty baller. Senku looks, Senku looks smug about it. <laughs> uh, Gig kind of hops out and says, you get knocked out or you taking a break or? Oh, we're in. We have ten feathers. I think all of them go, whoa. And uh, Malako, the Tengu swordsman, uh, kind of like approaches them adjusts their glasses and says well you certainly were strong enough to beat us easily when we first met all ten my word congratulations radiant winds you've certainly earned it <laughs> thank you <laughs> uh, thank you tino uh grins and says hey it's like you said you know you guys have been training your whole lives for this you're, you're some real tough fighters i could not be prouder of you all senku looks senku looks very happy about that Thanks, man. How did you do? Did you have fun? Uh, Tino grins us. Man, we had more fun than we've ever had in our lives. But <clears throat> we're out. Oh, I'm sorry. Not really a surprise, is it? No. No. <laughs> Those are two different Those types were of two no. brands of no. <laughs> <laughs> Senku's, like, Senku's no is like, don't say that. <laughs> She's knows, oh yeah, I was I knew you were gonna get out. <laughs> uh, Zumi, I think, put, crosses her arms and huffs and says, Well, I wouldn't say we are out. It's just we're worn out. And she raises her necklace and says, In the end we did get seven feathers. Oh, that's really impressive. That's pretty, pretty good, good so. Gig sizes. It's good, but we we're exhausted. It's been a real test of stamina, and even big girls like me, she slaps her tummy. Oh. We get tired. I get that. Tino nods and says, I guess we're just not built for competition. <sighs> we just had fun. And I think now we're ready to take a break and say, let the best teams win, right? Plus, we've already fought basically everyone on this island. We lost matches. We won matches. I don't know if there's any other way we could get more feathers anyway. Well, uh, I'm really glad that you're here. Yeah. Uh, 
He grins and he gives you guys a thumbs up and he says, Hey, keep Tino's toughness in mind when you win the Ruby Phoenix tournament, yeah? Of course. <laughs> sure. And uh, he kind of salutes you while he points at You're going to want to cross the bridge. You've mm-hmm. got someone waiting for you as soon as you step onto it. Oh, shit. Uh, well, right, better get well. going then. See you guys Chuji, later, then. Have you have you freshened your breath, Chuji? <laughs> why would I need to do that, huh? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe because you've got a huge crush on Haojin. Oh, no. <laughs> is that true? No! Oh, my God. It's not! Crowds of people true. here. I'm walking forward. <laughs> uh, Hikari is walking with you, and she smiles and nods and speaks to uh, some of those enforcers by the gates. Uh, and she stands aside and bows as they let you pass. And you may step onto the bridge that separates the land from the Ruby Palace. Senku waves at every single friend that they've made, and I mean every single one. <laughs> oh, uh, they wave back enthusiast- enthusiastically. <laughs> um, you see J- Gelly over there waving and hopping, uh, Trion beside her, um, Somsu, Ozzy, everyone. I love every team on this island. And do you all step onto the bridge? Yes. Yes! Well, uh, Senku floats over it. Well, as soon as all of you step onto the bridge itself, there's a swirling of embers that kind of appears in the center of the bridge. That swirling ignites into a vortex of flame that spins upwards and then vanishes. And standing in the embers is the Ruby Phoenix. (gasps) She is beautiful. Oh my god, she's she's so pretty. She stands about six feet tall. Impressively tall. Um, She wears a sky blue kimono with purple trims. Um, Towards the bottom, it turns into a gradient of white flowers. um, You know, designed into the silk. And then there's her hair. My goodness. It is the color of blazing fire. Crimson red... And as long, it goes down past her uh, backside, almost down to the back of her knees. And yet it sways slightly in the wind. She has two white flowers in her hair and a beautiful and kind, but almost kind of mischievous expression. And as she stands before you, the legendary sorceress who, until two years ago, was presumed lost to time. She bows. And she looks up at you all and says, Radiant winds, greetings. I am Hao Jin, the Ruby Phoenix. I believe you all have something for me. Um, uh, yes, uh, Trudy like bows and like takes the necklace off of uh, their belt and like steps forward and kind of holds it towards her and is like, It's an honor, Grandmaster! <laughs> She smiles, and she very graciously <laughs> takes offenders and says, She Chuji. Hi. It's an honor to meet you. With these ten feathers, you are among the finalists of the Ruby Phoenix Tournament. <laughs> Thank you. She turns, and she looks at the rest of you and says, Masami Takahara. Masami does a respectful bow. I saw, I watched closely during your fights. Out of everyone, you ultimately would want to take out the most combatants so far. Very impressive. I can't wait to watch you use your sword play in person. I might get to practicing then. 
they say as they say as their uh, magic senses trying to get in uh, a read on her. This shouldn't be a surprise, Masami, but she's extremely magic. Same scent, though. Very similar. Hmm. Hmm. That same spell that was used yesterday, she uses on a regular basis. Oh. Hmm. And I don't know if there's anyone else really capable of doing the... Like, that's kind of her signature, you know? <laughs> okay. And she turns to you now, Senku, and says, And Senku, which prince of the sea? And Lolo Sadagat. Senku very, very politely bows his head a little bit. He could, he could be a good boy, I promise. <laughs> uh, she smiles and says, Your water magic was truly impressive. An underused element. And I say this coming from someone who uses its opposite, she says, uh, kind of smiling. <laughs> I like water. And I like fire, young man. Fire's pretty good. <laughs> she kind of straightens up and says, With these ten feathers, you have earned access into the Ruby Palace. I now claim these feathers, and she kind of like whips them, and they all kind of spin, and they turn into a fan. And she hands it back to you, uh, Chuchi, and she says, this is a phoenix fighting fan. It is your token to prove that you made it this far, as well as a very powerful item in its own right. Uh, uh, Thank you. She kind of like uh, puts her hand on yours and says, this fan is useful for elegant dances, as well as for slicing unsuspecting foes with the blades along its outer edge. Perhaps Masami will be able to use it well as a magus. And she kind of nods and smiles at you, Masami. Masami sigh-adding it. <laughs> if used in performances, it might be disguised as a frilly accessory, or it might be a more obvious, though elegant weapon. The choice is yours. But once per day, by using tree actions, <clears throat> once per day, you may command its extra-dimensional powers to trap a creature in my repository, a small demiplane that holds countless relics I have collected over my lifetime. Essentially, it'll cast a maze on anyone you use. <laughs> Sick. And though I trust you won't ever sell it, it is a level 20 item. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Does anyone in particular want it? Um... I think Chuji probably does hand it to Masami, since Masami can actually use it for fighting. Not that they want to give it up. <laughs> <laughs> Chuji is in the middle of thinking about how to learn how to use fans. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I think Masami, like, looks at it, takes it for a while, and, like, kind of does, like, a test drive on it. But at the same time, they're like, hmm. They fold it back up and hand it back to Chuji and go, I'm not sure how much I'll use this, so I'll let you hold on to it. <laughs> I mean, thank you. Another spell added to your spell list. <laughs> uh, I think Haujin raises an eyebrow and smiles. And you've shown much uh, generosity, Nassan. I look forward to watching you even more now. If you all would like to pass me, then, uh, and she starts to stand out of the way, you are free to, and then you <laughs> hear something. Music? Coming from behind you. Oh my god. And it's not just any music. Oh my god. Oh no. Is it? Is it? It's H-pop. Oh my god. Oh no, yes! Uh, yes! <laughs> no! 
two tieflings make their way out of the crowd. <laughs> and one of them is red with crimson red hair and dark eyes and a, a large sword in one hand. The other is a shorter purple tiefling with ram-like horns and a smug smile. And she's the one who is like uh, conjuring up these balls of pulsing light which appear to be playing the music. Mm-hmm. And it is two people you've met before. Lady Balam Yi and Lord Garam Ryong. The two of them step out and says, uh, I think Lord Ryong says, How Jin! Oh, How God. good of you to show yourself. What? Huh? And uh, Lady Yi points at you guys and says, Step aside, Radiant Winds. Our quarrel is not with you. We're not... It definitely is, since you're interrupting us. We're trying to do the tournament. Oh my god. The enforcers, like, glance at each other, the two, like, on guard, and, like, they draw their weapons. Uh-oh. And then Lady Yi holds up a hand and flicks downwards, and both of the enforcers drop to the floor asleep. Oh, oh. <laughs> and... I think how Jean is almost like a little bit impressed. <laughs> She's like, wow, these idiots are kind of great. And, yeah, she steps forward and says, Devil's Jews. Uh, and she kind of like pushes past all of you to step in front of you and says, You have an issue? I would happy, be happy to listen. How may I help you today? And uh, Lord Garam Ryong points his sword and says, Let me tell you what's up, how Jean. Oh my god. <laughs> You've humiliated us. This whole Jeez, game, what? it was rigged from the start, wasn't it? She just raises an eyebrow. And uh, Lady Yi nods and says, You invited us here knowing well that all the odds were stacked against us by choosing teams specifically prepared to beat us. What? <laughs> <laughs> Senku's giggling... In character. Lord Rome points his sword and says, Laugh all you want, babe! We're gonna show you who's boss in a second! Uh... <laughs> and I think okay. uh, how Jin shakes her head and says, I'm afraid that the Radiant Winds no longer have their silver feathers. And uh, they shake their heads back and they pose angrily. Uh, like in the background, you see Tino's toughest, and Tino's like, What? what? Masami, I think, is looking to any of the other teams that they recognize and go, and they just kind of give him a look of like, is this real? (laughs) You seeing this shit? Um, I think (laughs) Malako catches your eye, Masami, and they shrug. But Lady Yi says, We understand we were just invited here to be fun and games, weren't we? But you made a grave error by mocking us. You see, we don't care about winning the Ruby Phoenix tournament. We care about fame. And the, any press is good press. Oh god. There's something you didn't ex- uh, expect for us to be able to do, Hao Jin. All this treasure on the island? We were able to do something greater than any other team. We were able to craft a weapon capable of doing this. And she pulls out a staff from behind her, and before anyone can do anything, she blasts a ray at uh, Lady Hao Jin. Oh. A green beam explodes into her, and Hao Jin's eyes widen in surprise. And then she explodes. Oh. And Lady Hao huh? Jin is dead. Huh? What? Ashes scatter 
onto the floor where she once stood. And I think everyone, like, there's like an uproar from the crowd and rung points as, Yeah, what about it, huh? She was dead for 300 years and now she's dead again. Whoop-dee-doo! Uh, and he points his sword in the air and says, And now devil's Jews will live on forever! I, are you serious? What? What? Excuse me? And then Ryong bears his sword and says, And now, like I said, everyone out of the way. We're going to the temple. We're going to the palace one way or another. No, oh, you're not. Like, fuck you are. The hell is wrong with you two? Lady Yi poses and says, Whatever it takes for the price of fame. And the the crowds surge. Like, I take, most of them are already, like, badly beaten. They're not able to do anything. Until one man steps out into the open. Tino Tung punches his hands together. Oh my god. Blocking them uh-huh. off from behind. And he says, Hey man, I don't know anything about you, but I think playtime's over. And Lord Ryong turns his... More blood? Guess you'll go down in history too, as the fucking losers who died along how shit! <laughs> and they draw their swords. That honor goes to you. And everyone... We're gonna roll initiative because now she's fucking fuck? dead. What oh the my fuck? god! You did not just kill her. I did. You didn't. That's... I did. Are you fucking serious? I That's did. where no this way. campaign goes. I did roll initiative. What the fuck? Senku, witch prince of the sea, top of the order. What? Um, Senku's not really sure about all of this, but he is sure that he doesn't want people to get. Uh, that he doesn't want anybody else to get hurt. Um, okay. Well, Sanku, from where you're standing, you see Lady Yi, the purple tiefling, uh, is starting to cast Mordor's glowing balls of light, and in her hand is a staff of weird green crystal energy, which was apparently enough to slay the Ruby Phoenix. And Lord uh, Lord Ryong is rushing towards the gate, ready to break down the doors to get into the, Ru- the Ruby Temple. Um, Okay. Uh, I'm going to cast um, Coral Eruption around those two. Okay. Um, that's my entire turn, I think, because you make it's two three actions. So you got you can cast one on them. Where else are you casting it? Uh, oh, I know. Um, can I do it behind, like uh, behind them in the area of the the bridge, so that they can't even just try to get past? Yeah, absolutely. You can cut like you can cut off the choke point. Excellent. Cool. Okay, so Sanku, describe this for me. How does it look? You know the type of coral that's like. Um, that looks kind of like branches, like the kind that's like, uh, that looks like, like, colorful, like, sticks, that sort of coral. Yeah. I think that it, like, breaks through, uh, the ground, and then behind, uh, behind everybody on the, on the bridge to block the path, unless you want to take a bunch of damage. Okay. Cool, you've, you've made a really good chokehold. Uh, they're both gonna make reflex saves, right? Yeah. Okay, so Lady Yi... Gets a success. And Lord Ryong. He gets a success as well. They'll both take half damage. How much is that? Um, okay. It's half of 15. Okay, seven damage each, but they're also standing in the middle of terrible choke points. Okay, Sanku. These two blasts of coral erupt from the ground, and the battered and bruised crowd gasps. And you see these two uh, chuckle nuts uh, kind of stumble in pain as, ow! Yikes! And uh, Ryong says, Is that all you've got? I'll show you the power of rage! Sure. Masami, it is your turn. Uh, Sanku has blocked him from going deeper into the uh, temple and has also caught them in an eruption of coral. You have three actions. What do you do? 
Okay. Um, I think does uh Yi does Balam Yi have the staff in her hands currently? Yes. Cool. Awesome. Telekinetic maneuver. Oh. With a rush of telekinetic power, you remove a foe or something they carry. You can attempt to disarm, shove, or trip the target using a spell attack roll instead of an athletics roll. Holy shit, what's the range on this? 60 feet. What? You can just flick someone's weapon out of their hand? Yes, <laughs> I can. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, maybe that spell attack roll. Fuck. You're not going against her AC. Um, you just have to be her reflex DC, which you do. Okay. Yay. Okay, Miss Amiels, yep, that'll do it. All right. Uh, you... You hold up a hand and you kind of like wave it away and you the staff in her hand trembles and then flies away um, and it gets lodged in the coral and she looks down and she'd have to plunge her hand into the spikes to get it and she's like, ah, oh, really impressive. What a parlor trick. What is that? Like a second level spell? Ha! Don't make me laugh. Oh, please. I'm getting started. They go into Arcane Cascade. Okay, what kind of arcane cascade is this? Um, since this was an evocation... Oh, it's a force. It's force. Okay, and how does this look? Ooh, I think there's like... It's almost like there's a gravitational pull around Misami. And it's, okay. there's like tufts of winds that are like blowing from, blowing from beneath them. Okay, that's very cool. I love that. Uh, you can give yourself a arcane cascade, yep. which will boost your damage. Okay, next in the order is going to be Lord Garam Ryong. Um, Lord Ryong is going to take his first action to motherfucking rage. Uh, he roars out and he kind of like uh, shouts and says, You're all gonna pay for making us look dumb! We didn't make anything happen. Uh, you can see his eyes are like glowing red. His teeth are bared. And uh, he... Gain some temporary hit points, which is going to make what he does next less painful. He runs through the coral eruption. He has to spend his entire first action to actually even get out of the coral eruption because it's difficult terrain. And he takes 12 damage, which, uh, because of his cool um, barbarian rage, doesn't suck as much as it could. <laughs> but he does like spend one action running out, one action raging. And uh, for his last action, I think he's just going to run past all of you towards the gate. Does that activate anything? It super does. It certainly does. Yeah. Uh, both of you can make a reaction because he rushes past right, right. He rushes right past both of you. Do I get to have my stance on, or do I have to wait till yes, you do. To turn it off? Okay. Uh, let's see. So thirty-three. Thirty-three is a hit. Roll damage. Nice. That's one. <gasps> Holy shit. Oh no. Oh yes. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Twenty. That's twenty damage from you, Chuji and Masami. How much? How much damage? 26 damage. Okay, that's going to be 46 damage total. Both of you deck him, but that's not stopping him. He's running and he's now by the next fucking the coral eruption. And he snarls and he says, Are you serious? He turns back to you, uh, Sanku, and points angrily. What? Uh, Chuji, it's your turn. Hey. Haojin's fucking dead. Haojin's fucking dead. You just dead. saw your greatest hero get <laughs> turned to dust. Yeah, by Chuji's... Chuji's fucking furious. Um, Chuji's actually gonna use one of their. Uh... Oh, actually, I can use it first. Uh-huh. Chuji's gonna activate a talisman. What's a talisman? Uh, the Belize feather. Uh, What's I've the already. Feather I've already damaged him, 
So, uh -huh. uh, when I activate the feather, the creature you've damaged burns with holy light. The creature must succeed a DC will save uh, of 29, or take a ne or negative two status penalty to AC and saving throws, and reduce its resistances by five. Oh no! And that lasts until the uh, the end of my next turn if he fails. So give me that will save. Oh, oh. there we go. Oh. There it is. Oh, oh. That's a oh. not one. I don't know if that affects it or anything, but he does have a negative two to his AC and all resistances uh, minus I'll five. say it lasts until the end of the turn after next. Okay. So, Chuji. Oh, that, uh, that's perfect for me. <laughs> uh, okay, his AC is dramatically reduced, uh, and he his saves are also all reduced, which is pretty fucking bad for him. Uh, Chuji, you snarl and quickly pull out a glowing angel feather, and it, like, scorches him with holy light, and he stones like, Argh! and that, that is only what? That was one, one action. action? Yeah, yeah, that's one action. Um, <laughs> Chuji's going to then Oh, step wait, make me a flat check. Oh, okay. We are cord, remember? Uh, the item you got from Tomatum Gods, you're, it might not be destroyed. Five. Okay, it's it's burned up. You'll get a new one in the morning. Okay. <laughs> you got two actions left, though. What do you do? Okay. Uh, Chuji's going to step up towards uh, Grim, and Floria blows. Okay. Get his ass. Oh. <gasps> Yikes. 36 and 41. This boy's getting fucked up. Well, the 41's a crit because his AC is lowered. Good. He has to make a fortitude save, which is reduced by two... Against your class DC for stunning fist. Mm -hmm. He's on fire. Yeah. He's on fire? <laughs> Man. By the way. <laughs> oh, it's a good thing he's got a resistance to fire. Oh, wait. Go fuck yourself. Oh, my God. I, Chuchi, you fucking, you are pissed. You yeah, are beyond are. furious. That, Jin is literally the reason they're themselves. Past tense. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Cunt. Um, he's not stunned, but he is on fire. He did take... What is that? How much damage is that? Uh, 23 and Double 19. of 23 is 46 plus 19. That's 55 damage total. Yes. Oh, it's a bad day to be Lord Ruin. Uh, he stumbles back. <clears throat> you think you're some hot stuff, don't you? His wings flare. Should hmm. you just not answer? Oh, you're you're not you're not even into banter. You're fucking killing. No. Yeah. Okay, Chuji, is that your turn? Yep. Okay, it's Lady Yi's turn, and uh, she starts pulsing that fucking H-pop music from the balls, uh, and she says, "Don't give up, Rung. You've got this. Let's make our fans proud." And both she and he are going to ins uh, gain bardic inspiration. So they're both going to have a plus one on all their attack rolls, damage rolls, etc. Uh, and then she's going to use her uh, a free action to make a performance check and do a lingering composition. Uh, meaning that she won't have to roll. Uh, she won't have to use it on her next turn. Uh, bardic performance will just last. That's a nat one. Holy shit. What's happening? <laughs> okay, so nothing happens. She d Basically, there is no effect. And she curses herself as well. It was worth a try. Um, and she is then going to uh, point at you, Sanku, and say, 
no more spells from you, boy. We've had quite enough. And, what? Uh, she's going to cast... Oh, shit. Actually, this will cast catch Sanku and Masami. Spirit Song. Both of you need to make me a fortitude save as she starts blasting her music into you with occult magic that rocks you to your core. Or it would rock you to your core if Masami didn't roll 40 fucking one. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just her DC. Uh-oh. Shit. Sanku, you fail. Masami, you just pass. That is going to be... Oh, God, how much is this? 18d6 damage to both of you. Well, Masami, you'll take half. And that's 62 damage to you, Sanku, and 31 mm-hmm. damage to you, Masami. And uh, she laughs, and this fucking H-pop music... That, like erupts and most of the crowd is like dispersed they're like running away because holy shit they did not just see that um some stay by watching but they're too hurt to do anything but behind her is Tino Tung and Tino sees this coral and he doesn't care he's gonna step in he's gonna take tree damage and he's just <laughs> going to fight and he says with great justice I will smite you He's going to blast her with a key strike. Fuck yes, Tino. So he's going to hit her, first off, with just a regular fist attack. And that is an 18, a 38. That is a hit against her. And this will do an extra 1d6 of force damage. Uh, So that's 19 bludgeoning damage and 2 force damage. Bring up to 21. Uh, She stumbles a little bit and she turns around confused by this middle-aged man beating the shit out of her. And she turns and says, get out of here, half-wit. And he kind of rolls his head a little bit as he's preparing his next punch and says, I may be a half-wit, but hey, I think I've got more feathers than you, bro. <laughs> and he's going to go in with a real furrier blows now. Two attacks. Pow, 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 with his, pu- uh, with his fist. Uh, first one is an 18, which is going to be a crit fail. But the second one is going to be a 29, which isn't a hit, but it's close. Um, on his crit fail, however... Uh, he... Oh, shit! She actually turns and whips with, like, a whip in her hand, and he cuts into his hand, and he takes 2d6 damage. Uh, okay, that's 9 damage to Tino, and that is his turn. Uh, top of the order, Sanku, it's your turn. Um, Ryong is in pain. (laughs) Ryong is getting his ass beat. Um, Lady Yi is in the coral, uh, fighting against, uh, surprise hero Tino Tung. Uh, Masami is standing over uh, Hao Jin's ashes uh, with force magic erupting off them. And you are a good boy. What do you do? Um, if I were to use fireball scattered fire, mm-hmm. would I be able to not hit the people that are next to both of those guys? If you position carefully, yes, you would. Okay. Then I'm going to do that. First, though, um, I'm going to use Elemental Betrayal. Okay. Can I use it with fire instead of water? I don't usually do you that, but... absolutely can. I'm going to do that on uh, Lady Balamyi. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to cast Scattered Fire. So two fireballs, or well, in this case, fireworks, erupt out of you. So thank you. Uh, they have to both make a reflex save, right? I need, uh, yeah, I need two reflex saves. Okay. Oh my god, <laughs> Ryong, no! Ryong got a nat one. 
it's a good thing he's got a shit on the HP, but Yi? Yi got a 34. She gets a success. She'll take half damage. So roll damage and let's see how much fireworks explode in these guys. Well, she takes extra damage anyway, so. Oh, is she the one you're hexing? Yeah, she was okay. the she was the one. She, oh yeah, I said I said before that I was hexing. Okay. So roll damage. Uh, no, wait, what? Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess. Okay. Uh, so it's gonna be eighty-two damage mm-hmm. to Ryong. And uh, I think that comes out to be uh, forty-one divided by two is twenty uh, plus ten. She takes thirty damage anyway. She's starting to look a little scratched, but Ryong up top. Uh, after taking 82 damage, uh, you can tell that Ryong is badly injured. And he roars out in pain, but man. <laughs> Shit sucks for him, I guess. Uh, thank you. Is that your turn? Um, yeah, that was my turn. Okay, you wave your staff. You uh, hex, uh, you hex uh, Lady Yi. Um, twin blasts of fireworks erupt out and one hits Ryong square on, knocking him back. Masami, it's your turn. What do you do? Hmm. I think what they're gonna do is they're gonna quick draw their whip and um try to trip Ryong. Okay. They're they can, they're wanna let Shuji handle that one. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So uh make me an attack roll and if it hits him, he'll trip. 39. 39 is a hit! Uh, Ryong lets out wow, and he falls down on his fucking face as you whip at his ankle and he trips and he roars and says more humiliation don't even worry about it baby he says on the floor on fire extremely hurt no one asked then they turn got two actions left then they turn their attention to Balam Ji okay I want her to make me a will save uh okay that's gonna be 29. 29 is a fail against the mirror malefactors that's been heightened to level Uh-oh. 7. Uh-oh. Well, she's frightened as uh, a dome, of, uh, a kind of like a hemisphere of uh, mirrors surrounds her on all ends. And uh, these shimmery illusions of herself like are coming out of him and pulling at her. And she lets out a really high-pitched squeal of terror. And that is going to be... 39 uh, mental damage, which she takes. And you can see that now Lady Yi is starting to get really damaged. And this is going to... Do you sustain this? Or does this just keep happening or what? Uh, I believe that this duration sustained up to a minute. Holy shit, this is going to suck for her. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, okay. Shit. Is that your turn? That's their turn. Okay. Lord Ryung is on the floor and he roars as, You won't stop me! And he gets up. Choose that's a move action. Oh, baby. <laughs> 35. A 35 is a hit. Roll damage. 30. Okay, he takes 30 fucking damage. Uh, he, you can see he is starting to really get like injured by all this. But he Good. snarls and he swings his uh, great sword at you and says, Out of my way, boy! Or, mm, you're not a boy. Out of my way, friend! Out of my way, bitch! Fuck you! Uh, that's gonna be a 43 to hit, uh, Chuji. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be hit. Okay, well, you're going to take 55 damage! Ooh. He slashes into you, and now you're just as hurt as him. 
But he roars, and he's gonna run through the fucking coral. Uh, three, six, nine, twelve damage, and that takes an entire action. And he's only... Like, he take, has to take an entire action to push his way through this coral. And now, there's nothing between him and the castle, but he is quite hurt. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, and as his turn ends, he's going to take 2d10 fire damage. Uh, that is 5 more fire damage, and he is still on fire. Chuji, it's your turn. That motherfucker's running away from you. No, he's not. I have a question. Um, mm-hmm. Haujin's collection. Uh, how flammable is it? Sorry? How flammable is Haujin's collection before I do this? Like, like the tower? No. Per demiplane. Uh, you know that nothing in- When you send someone into Kaujin's collection with the Phoenix Fighting Fan, they actually cannot interact with anything inside. Cool. They can only view it and go, ooh, ah. Chudi takes out the fan and casts Maze on him. Okay. He has to make a save against this, right? What is that, a will save? Yeah, probably. Oh, no, he doesn't have to make a save against it. It just happens. Oh, cool. Bye. Chuji, you pull out the Phoenix Fighting Fan and flick it open, and you kind of flap it at him, and when you do, it's like you can see these treads in reality light up, and they unravel around him, and he goes, what the hell? And then he vanishes. And he is uh, sent to a maze. He's gonna, uh, when it gets to his turn, he's gonna have to start making survival checks to try navigate his way out of this demiplane. Cool. But, uh, that's him out of the fight, essentially. For now, at least. He'll be back. For now. Um, Chuji, that took, uh, all of your actions, unfortunately. It takes three actions to do that. Okay, that's fine. As long as he's not any closer. Yeah, the Phoenix Fighting Fan, uh, has a really high DC compared to the Maze spell. Yeah. So, you, from Ryong's point of view, he vanishes and he reappears in this museum of artifacts. This is Haujin's collection. These are the many treasures she can give away for the victors of the Ruby Phoenix tournament, which he'll never be. <laughs> it's as close as he's ever gonna fucking get. And he roars and he screams. He tries to, like, slash at something. It, the sword just goes through. And he starts charging around. <laughs> Next in order is gonna be Balam Yi. Uh, she shrieks. She doesn't like what's happening. Um, she can't even see that Rong has vanished. Uh, instead, she's going to blast another spell out. Uh, and she says, You're going to mess with me? I'll show you all! Ah! And as she kind of screams, uh, it gets really loud and everyone... Um, oh, Masami, I think she's casting on you as a fuck you. Okay. She's going to cast... Painful vibrations. Oh, my bones. Sound waves go through your body and they vibrate your bones. Uh, make me a fortitude save, please. All right. Ooh, it's 26. Crit fail, I'm afraid. I'll use my hair point. Oh, shit. Okay, go for it. 33. Uh, 33 is not a crit fail, but it is still a fail. I'll take it. Okay. That's going to be Masami. 32 damage. Okay. How are you holding up? Hmm, not great, but uh, they're still on their feet. Okay, you're sickened and deafened for one round. Uh, as this really loud scream erupts. And she's going to send another action, casting Bardic insp- uh, Bar- casting Inspire Courage. Uh, not aware that Rion can no longer benefit. Lol, LMAO. 
And then, grabbing her from behind, is Tino. And Tino is going to spend one action grappling her. Yeah, that'll work, okay? Uh, he grabs her from behind, kind of puts her in a headlock, and she struggles and says, Get off of me, you oaf! And he says, Sorry, ma'am. I, it was all fun and games until you went out and did evil. And now you've got to pay! And he casts Key Blast! And I swear to God, he puts his hand in the air and starts channeling a ball of light. And he says, E-Roy! And he fucking Kamehameha's her in the face. Thank God. That is going to be... Uh, she needs to make a fortitude save, which she is not great at. And uh, that is going to be... 13d6 force damage to the face. 52 force damage to to Lady Yi. She's really hurt. Um, and he looks up at you and says, You guys, I can't hold her forever. Come on, team up. Use the power of justice to, pu- to push you through. And uh, Sanku, it is your turn. Uh, Tino is holding her tight. She is flat-footed. She is in pain. She doesn't have a ton of HP left. What do you do? Can I change the... Um, can I change the the uh, element if even if it takes a hero point? Yes, you can. When you uh, as you are waving your wand in the air, uh, rather than uh, embers, they turn to bubbles. I assume. Yes. No, I'm going for cool. earth. I, I suddenly have an earth spell. Sand. So true. <laughs> then I think he's going to cast. Uh, yeah, I think he's just going to cast spout because I am running out of spells and. We haven't even done the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going to cast a spell. <laughs> uh, but okay. it's still good. I need a reflex save. From a grappled woman. Yeah. Ooh! Well. That's damn. a nat one! Oh my... Why have I been rolling so many nat ones? Because <laughs> it's silly. Um, 26. 26 times 2, that's 52 plus 10. That's 62 damage, Sanku? On a cantrip. Oh my god. On a can- Oh my god. Sanku, the power of justice courses through you, inspired by Tino. And you see Lady Yi is knocked into the coral, and she is KO! And all of you have a moment to breathe. Masami, it's your turn. Lord Rong isn't here, and Lady Yi is out. What do you do? I... Is there anything else that they can do? I mean, it's up to you. If you want to do buff spells or stuff, you can, but like... You can also get on the other side of the coral. Or if you have uh, ranged stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I guess I'll just get on the other side of the coral with a time jump. Okay. Ah. Masami, you... And you appear on the other side, unaffected by the the coral that would would have blocked you. Get like you are unaffected by the um, coral spikes, which would have been very nasty, ouchy on your feet. Yep. And you are now over there, waiting. So that's one action, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. You got two more. Do you do anything else? What I think what they're going to do is they're going to refocus to get their uh, yeah, the cast true strike. <laughs> that's it. They're just gonna wait. Okay, cool. Your sword glows, waiting for him to return. It's my way. And as you're pausing, waiting, can the tiefling in the in the uh, trapped maze escape? 
He fucking can. <laughs> Reappearing in a blast of light, charging out of dimensions with a fucking critical success to get out. Lord Ryong explodes back into the field and he roars. That took one action for him. And he turns and he sees you, Masami, and he sees you're badly injured. And he grins and licks his lip. And he raises his sword to hit you. And it stops an inch from your head. And he, he pauses, he blinks. And then a bubble explodes out around him. And there's a flash of light from within the bubble. And then it pops. And Lord Rion falls to the floor. K.O. Huh? Because there's a... Sanku, you can see it. Masami, you can see it. But Chuji, you can't because your back's turned to it. Uh. In the center of the bridge, there is a swirling. Uh The ashes of Hao Jin. And they kind of start floating and spinning in the air. Like a vortex. And then there's a flash of fire. And there she is. The Ruby Phoenix, full HP, alive. Holding out her hand, which is trailing magic. The same magic which just took out Lord Rill. <laughs> right, Phoenix. Huh? And Chuji looks behind them and they're like, oh fuck! <laughs> Lady Haojin brushes herself off and she huffs and says, Well? That wasn't very Goka, was it? <laughs> Believe me, on the streets you'll find something like that. <laughs> Master Haojin, are you okay? She smiles and says, "She, uh, Master Shi, did you really think I lived to be 300 years old without coming with, uh, without being blessed with some kind of mortality? Surely you've heard my tale. She kind of winks. <laughs> well, <laughs> of course I have. I mean, I just... <laughs> yeah. She smiles and says, Everyone, I apologize for the disruption. A minor inconvenience, at best. Enforcers, it would appear that my judgment on these two fighters was incorrect. I had hoped that they would be entertaining and good fighters, but they proved to be neither. You may take them away. I'm sure the guards at Goka will have a lot of investigating to do into this very public assault. Uh, and the two enforcers who have finally woken up, by the way, uh, <laughs> gasp and they grab both of them and start pulling them away. And, uh... Yi and Ryong are both waking up as they realize what's happening and uh, they struggle a bit and says, no, no, you can't take us away! And uh, Yi says, you! This is one final humiliation! You won't have heard the last of us! We're going to make your lives a living hell! I, I really don't care. You're gonna have to try a lot harder yeah, than you yours. did. Devil's Judas will make a comeback true! Uh, <laughs> Ryong screams as the two of them are dragged off the mountain. Rock and roll team rocket. <laughs> All of you, you are badly injured. Like, I think every one of you took a serious beating there. Yeah. Yeah, ow. Actually. <laughs> uh. But you're all good. And Lady Haojin turns to you all and says, I certainly owe you a lot, don't I? Uh, no, it was that thing. <laughs> no. It was most impressive. You've caught my eye, all of you. I believe some rewards are in order for everyone. Radiant wins. Mm -hmm. And she pulls out 
a single string. And you don't know where she got that string because it wasn't... It, she didn't, like, go into her pocket. She just kind of pulled it out of the air. Mm-hmm. It seems to be a frayed fabric tread. And she smiles and says, Consider this a token of my well, of my gratitude. And she puts it, I think, in your hand, Masami. Um, and Chuji, you're a Ruby Phoenix fan. Mm-hmm. I would like you to roll me your... Uh, I think you have Ruby Phoenix lore. I do. Would you like to roll that for me, please? I would love to. But Chuji's insanely jealous. Well, Masami was just the one who was in the middle. Oh, I know. Uh, 35. That's a ruby string! That's a ruby string?! The frayed treads from Hao Jin's tapestry, her masterpiece. A new world which was locked away in a a beautiful handwoven tapestry. (gasps) To use one of these loose strings, you can use it to... If you spend eight hours, you can uh, spin the tread to form a demi-plane. Uh, a single ten-foot cube other world of your design. Just one of these treads was used in the grand ruby, uh, the grand uh, Haojin tapestry. You don't really know what happened to it in the end. There's a lot of contradicting stories. Maybe you'll be able to find out what actually did happen with it. Mm-hmm. But she smiles and hands it to you, Masami, and says, For all of you to do something together with it. Thank you. Now, Tino's toughest. She turns and she looks at uh, Tino, who is sheepishly... Like, he was turning back to go back to his friends, but he, like, (gasps) pauses it, huh? And she puts a hand and says, Tino's toughest, approach. And (laughs) sheepishly, they all kind of at her. Oh my god. And uh, she smiles and says, Tino Tom, your bravery was most notable. I thank you profusely. Congratulations. You are the fifth team to gain entrance into the Ruby Palace. <gasps> and I think all of them blink a little bit. And Tino goes, <laughs> uh, but, uh? And Malacca says, Gracious Grandmaster Haojin, I appreciate it, but we only have seven feathers, and we are in no f- state to gain more. And she, like, waves her finger a little bit and says, But what's this? And she picks something off the floor. A phoenix necklace. <laughs> the one that belonged to Devil's Jews. <laughs> with exactly three feathers. Yes! Oh my god! <laughs> wow, they only had three. Tino steps forward and he like almost like in shock holds it in his hand and he kind of mumbles and says huh we did have more feathers than them (laughs) 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 Hao Jin takes the ten feathers and creates a phoenix fighting fan and puts it in Tino's hand and Tino takes it almost in awe turns back to his team and says yeah Boys! <laughs> and uh, his team, they run and they fucking tackle hug him. All, they're all just fucking group hugging, jumping around, screaming, Yes! <laughs> None of them thought they'd be able to do it. But the underdogs have made it true into the finals. Yes! 
sorry. Haojin turns to you all, and she waves a hand, and you're all immediately healed to full HP. Oh, oh. Thank you. And she smiles and says, Now, you may enter the Ruby Palace. You will relax until sunset, at which point dinner will be served. I expect you all to be on your best behavior. You may interact with the other teams who have made it true, and come check on the new teams who uh, have yet to make it true. I trust that all of you will behave, and there's to be no fighting within the uh, within the palace unless you get my express permission to do so. Yes, ma'am. Noted. Of course. Thank you again for your help, all of you. Thank you. She smiles, she bows, and then she vanishes in a blast of fire. And Tino is hopping up and down the spot. You guys! <laughs> you are did you see that? I did Lucky see break, that. huh? Hey, yeah, I guess so. But isn't luck half the fight? <laughs> yeah. A little bit, yeah, actually. <laughs> Big Masami gives uh, uh, Tino a bro so. high five, like, nice work. Yeah. <laughs> Not much of an old man now, am I, huh? Uh, you're still old. You're just uh, kind of more sick now. Please, my, <laughs> dad's, my dad's going on 45. He can still take me in a fight. <laughs> he, he gives you a finger gun. Um, Malako uh, smiles. Well, he doesn't smile. He ruffles. They ruffle their feathers proudly, um, and uh, adjust their glasses and say, "It'll be an honor to be able to study alongside of you all." <laughs> uh, Zumi stretches and says, "Well, looks like I'm stuck with this team for a little longer." Oh well. Oh and come on! Don't Jake act says, like that. She she like limpers at you like oh 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 you know. <laughs> And a gig raises her fucking uh, maul in the air and says, They said food, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they <laughs> did. She fucking pushes past you. Right? <laughs> She's on the way. Senku, who has been floating on his staff the entire time, I think that, you know when something is like, it, it's just floating? He just starts spinning. Mm-hmm. He's like, ah! <laughs> Do you all make your way inside the Ruby Palace? Absolutely. Yeah. Dice will roll will return after these messages. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. 
Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. We now return to Dice Will Roll. It is beautiful. Polished marble, statues of all manner of deities, and strange, like, there's a lot of, um strange like dioramas of buildings and as you approach them i think masami you're an architecture fan right i mean i think they know they uh, they know things about architecture it's a cartography yeah they, they like maps it feels like out of all of them though you'd be the most likely to know anything about architecture hmm. i think masami as you're kind of gazing at them you realize that hey these like little dioramas of buildings from around the world these are really accurate wait hold on and your magic sense these are literally buildings from around the world that have been shrunk down. Oh my god. Masami gosh. double takes and goes, wait, hang on a second. They stop at one. <laughs> hmm? Huh? The, these are real buildings. Yeah? Look closer. Yeah, they're real small. Look closer. I think Malako kind of like looks over your shoulder and says, oh my, I, I do believe you're right. Look, you can see it's literally got uh, wear and tear from construction. The same wear and tear uh, with where it would be today, yeah. They stretch and say, Marvelous, what a beautiful place. Um, meanwhile, uh, the other tree of Tino's Toughest are being loud, noisy assholes. Uh, they're going, Woo! <laughs> and they're like, You see, like, uh, uh, a fucking Zoomy, like, skidding around a little bit, saying, The floors are so slippery, I love it! They're probably polished, yeah. There are, like, <laughs> attendants all around. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you can see that there is, like, a big map laying out the palace. Um, mm-hmm. This place is definitely not from Bonmu. Like, it is definitely freshly constructed. And judging by what Hao Jin said yesterday, it wasn't even on Bonmu until a few days ago. Teleportation mm-hmm. magic. So true. Um, you can see that there's all sorts of amenities. Em- there's large private guest rooms, which have already been marked with your team symbol. Uh, there's a screened outdoor bathing area. There's a balcony with a scenic view of Bun Moo. Man, there's everything. Mm-hmm. But there's no sign of any other teams quite yet. You know that there's at least three other teams, and then uh, after you guys, there'll be three more. Yeah. So. Where would they all be? Well, where where would you like to go? What kind of, like, because there's like, just, this is a very large palace. Anywhere you can imagine there might be in a palace, there will probably be it here, you know? Mm-hmm. The imagination's the limit. So I ask you, where in the Ruby Palace would you all like to go? Um, I, hmm. Has there ever been, like, information about the Ruby Palace that Chuji would have been able to learn no, about? No, this is kid? brand new. This has never existed before. No, okay. Because, I mean, okay, Hao Jin... <laughs> Hao Jin only came back two years ago. This is her first tournament that she's overseen. Okay, cool. I kind of feel like a kid in a candy shop. I have no idea where to go. <laughs> uh, Tino says, Want to retire to your rooms? It looks like we've got some A-plus uh, beds. Look at that. Like, the drawings are really nice. Hey, my back hurts. I'm going to go lie down, okay? <laughs> uh, yeah. Please get yeah, it. says, oh, I'm going to use the bath if anyone cares to join me. <laughs> she winks. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Masami's both of both of their eyebrows like arch. <laughs> oh I'm not gonna spell out what happens if you go with her. Oh no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we all know. Um, Which is why they're halfway considering it. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Um Gig is already making their way off to the pantry. And I think um Malako is curious about the local library, so he's gonna go visit that. Hmm. So I, I've uh, invented into existence some places for you to visit already. A library. Uh, the Bats, which comes with its own set of perils. <laughs> um, <laughs> pantry. Uh, there's all sorts of stuff you can go visit if you like. Uh, I think Chuji would go to a place probably overlooking everything. Mm -hmm. Is there a place like that? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a balcony, which can literally see all of Bunmu. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay, is that where you're going? Take me there. Okay. Yeah. So, Chuji, you're going to the balcony. Masami and Sanku, are you guys splitting up? Are you guys going to look together for something? Do you want to follow Chuji? I think Masami's still thinking for right now. <laughs> really considering <laughs> <it>. Yes. <laughs> Damn. The mental battle going on right now. <laughs> They're like, do I need pussy? <laughs> Uh, you do! Senku, uh, do you want to follow uh, Chuji? Do you want to go on your own way? Uh, I think Senku's going to look to Lolo and is like, is there anywhere you want to go? I don't know where to go right now. Yeah. Well. <laughs> he says, Lolo? Huh? Were you sleeping? Oh, good morning, Senku. Yes, I was taking a little nap. Did I miss anything you... important? <laughs> Somebody killed Haojin? What?! <laughs> it's fine. She came back, but oh. like somebody—they killed Hajin, and then we like, fought them. Like and sea won. foam on the beach, she returns the next day. It was more like embers, like a phoenix. Ah, but same. She's concept. the ruby phoenix. I can do that too, Sanku. I know you can, and I think it's cool. Well, I'm glad I didn't miss anything too important. Also, uh, also Tino's toughest because uh, Tino helped. Now they also uh, are um, part of the eight. Oh, but... how marvelous! And now we're in the. Uh, who else now got true? The... Uh, I don't know. We should fight. We should go see if we can find people. Yes, I agree. Where to? I have no idea. Let's just look around until we find people. <laughs> There's wandering. Okay. So, a wandering boy. Masami, have you made a decision? <laughs> yeah, they're going to the bathhouse. Yay! <laughs> they're like, huh, both, both of them are gone. Alright, then they, they leave to go to the bathhouse. <laughs> yeah, soon, okay. Uh, well, Masami, I've got great news for you. There's no sleight of hand check, so I'd like you to make a thievery check. Hang <laughs> <sighs> on. Just, just make... Just... Let's get this over with. <laughs> oh, oh god, they're really good at thievery. Oh yeah, they are. Oh my god. 38. Yeah, you have a good time. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Okay, so I guess oh. that's going in the content warning for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um it's it's KK's turn to, to have to have a, to have a slut. That, that's, that's a win for you. <laughs> um Okay, well you do that. Yes, they certainly do. 
Uh, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna do that scene. But nope. I, you get closer to we, Kino's toughest. We can only get so far. Yeah. Um, Stop. All right. Well, it's in character. Um, Chuji. Yeah. You make your way to the balcony, and it is beautiful. How how are you feeling? It's been a wild few hours. <sighs> um, it's yeah, it sure has been. Um, I think this is the first time that Chuji's been able to like take a breath and just like process some of that. Maybe like they they're kind of standing over the over the rail uh, with their arms on it, just breathing. Um, that was fucked up. That was actually fucked up. That oh, how going to? Ha- oh, you mean how Jin? Yeah, that was fucked up. No, yeah, what? What? Chuji does not give a shit if Masami goes to fuck someone. <laughs> Chuji will cheer Masami on. Um, but <laughs> thinking that how Jin died in front of him was a little bit fucked up. Not gonna lie. She got better. She did get better, is the thing. Uh, but that's still there. They did for a second think that their literal hero and role model for their entire life just died in front of him. Uh, they're they're doing better now. They're not as like freaked out, but they. I think their fists hurt. But they. I think their stomach is a little bit in knots now that they're actually here. What do you make of the thing on the horizon? What what thing on the horizon? It's getting closer. What? It's getting closer. Huh? Wait. What do you mean? What is? Bird. 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 Uh, wait, is this? Uh, I thought the fights were over. A massive fucking bird flies over the balcony and perches, uh, like it kind of swarms, uh, it kind of like swoops, and like you're like nearly blown backwards by like the 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 power of its wings flapping. Yeah. And it kind of like lands on the roof. Right above you. Feathers kind of like fall. And you know this bird. Because it's a very, very, very large bird. Oh, that's the that's the fucking bird from that team. The Celestial Rock. Oh my god. And clambering uh, down from the roof and hop, hop, hop onto the balcony are tree figures. Uh, the first of them is a... Human? No, it's not. Humans don't oh. have yellow glowing eyes. Not usually. Um, it's a woman, uh, obviously of Chan descent, with uh, black hair, uh, kind of dark brown hair uh, tied into uh, space buns. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's wearing an orange uh, kimono. And uh, she kind of like nods at you a little bit before like, uh, she kind of like, you know, I think she nods at you and smiles and says, uh, Greetings. You must be one of the other uh, challengers who've made it to the next round. Yeah. And uh, kind of hopping off as well is a cat folk. <gasps> uh, with black fur with white accents and weirdly blue eyes. Oh, wow. Like, uncannily blue. Uh, and he kind of uh, grins and says, Yes. 
you, you're that Dampier monk, right? I heard rumors about you. With the, uh, the, the, the fire chops? Yeah, uh, damn, were people really talking about me? Oh, yes, there were quite a few people, but word gets around and I'm quite nosy. Lovely to meet you, sir. Uh, sure, that works. Um, nice to meet you, too. And the last one to get off the, uh, like, climb down from the roof is another human? No. Humans don't tend to have pearl-like skin. Oh. He is beautiful. Hello. He is is beautiful. Holy shit. Um... He wears, uh, unlike the other two who were wearing very sunny colored clothes, uh, he wears like a black robe um, with two uh, brown pauldrons, um, flowing ribbons, and uh, long uh, kind of strawberry blonde hair. Uh, Across his face are white markings. Uh, His robe kind of uh, opens up around the chest to expose where his heart is. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, there's, like, a tuft of white in his long hair on his, uh, just, like, you know, uh, uh, just above his forehead. And he's very elegant-looking, very dignified. He's got midnight, like, midnight eyes with, like, weirdly shaped pupils. Mm -hmm. Chuji, do you want to make me a quick, we'll say, nature check? Or maybe occultism would work, too? Occultism would be better. Okay, roll occultism. Um, My nature fucking sucks. It's going to be A31. Okay. Chuji, you can see that those strange shapes in his pupils, they are the exact same shape as the moon's current phase. <gasps> oh, that's kind of really hot, actually. And he looks at you for a second, Chuji, before walking away. He says, come on, everyone, we've got things to do. And uh. I take the other two look a little surprised Lord Shen, perhaps it would be good to meet with the... No. No, he's going. And Bl- the catfolk kind of winces. Sorry, he can get a little bit like this. Like a total asshole? Hey, yeah, nice to meet you too! He freezes up and he turns back to you and he walks back up to you and says, What was that? He says, towering above you, he's like six foot five, six foot six. Oh, shit. He's like, what was that again? Sorry, I didn't quite hear you there. Uh, you didn't hear me calling you a total asshole? Hmm. And he kind of leans closer to you, and he puts like a finger, like a, a finger up under your chin to make you look into his eyes. He oh, says, shit. He says, you are quite lucky that Hao Jin forbade us from fighting. Don't ever refer to me uh, by such crass terms ever again. Uh, 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 He's like unblinking into your eyes. His like his skin is cold to the touch. He's like a mar- like he is like a statue made of pearl. Uh huh. They they're flustered for a second, but that quickly like turns into they're definitely pissed off. They whack his hand out of their face. Uh, the other two, say, like the 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 girl and the cat, go, <gasps> and even up on the ceiling, the 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 bird goes, Grow! and no fucking chance. I'll refer to you how I want. For a moment, he almost looks impressed. What? Nothing to say, rich boy. His eyebrows go up and then they go back down. Neutral face. 
And he tilts his head and says, Your name. Go oh, on. Are you interested now? You, you have a name, I assume. Chuji. She Chuji. Well, she. Notice. The steps of the sun will completely and utterly trance you. And he walks away again. And as he's like, his footsteps echo up the hall. And I think uh, the woman and the cat folk wince a little bit. And the woman comes up to you. Uh, and I think by now you've probably realized what all of them are. Both because I think you've already been told, but also just from being around them. Each of them is an Azamar. Uh-huh. Holy shit. And I think you remember being told that they are from the nation of uh, Tianjing. Which is a nation exclusively populated by Azamar. Oh, those guys. Uh, basically, oh. aeons ago, uh, angels God, so ruled cool. this land. And when they went back to heaven, they gave the land to their children. And uh, the woman apologizes and says, You'll have to excuse Lord Shen. He is a complicated man. My name is Jun Xiao. And uh, she shakes her hand. I am the song striker of Steps of the Sun. It is a pleasure to meet you, Master Xi. Uh, 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 is fine. Uh, <laughs> they're like still in shock. For someone, uh, who has gotten this far, I wouldn't use nothing but the highest of honorifics. Uh, the, the <laughs> calf folk, on the other hand, shrugs and says, Yep, nice to meet you, Chuji. Halspin the Stung. I'm Step of the Stung's Beast Tamer. Oh, well, that's cool. Wait, is the bird yours? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, that's uh, Lord Shen's bird, Sway. And the bird up there goes, I simply train him. He's a good bird. Helps keep the tempo during our battle dances. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Um, Oh, so you've heard rumors of us as well. well, I mean, yeah, you guys have... You know what? No, I'm not going to compliment him. Uh, You guys seem pretty cool. Both Um, of them look a little sad. (laughs) Uh, Wait, did I say something wrong? Junsio Winston says, no, you... Like I said, Lord Shen's just a complicated man, and though his interpersonal skills could sometimes use work, I promise you, he's good at heart. Yeah, sure. Um, well, uh, <laughs> good luck in trouncing us later, I guess. Oh, and cool the best of luck guys. in you absolutely smothering us in battle as well. She winks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. And Halsman's like, do they got like a, do they got like a hawkery here, like a really big hawkery? You think we would like ask Lady Haojin to like make a hawkery bigger with her magic? Is that a thing she could do? <laughs> well, she can do anything. So true. Well, we'll just have to seek her out. Would you like to help us? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, uh, I think she was pretty impressed with me not too long ago, so. We could probably get a favor from her or something. I would love to hear all about it, husband nods. Sway, stay here! And Sway goes, Wah! And so, Chuji, you depart with two turds of Steps of the Sun. The other turd <laughs> being a turd. He definitely fucking is. So, Chuji, that's what you're up to. Yeah. Some of you're doing stuff. Sanku. Yes. Uh, are you just kind of strolling around idly? 
Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, I think eventually, uh, I maybe as you're going through like a museum portion, mm-hmm. a voice calls out to you. Mm? Seku, is that you? Which prince of the sea? Eh? Huh? Huh? over. A blonde half elf kind of like uh, rushes over to you and puts a hand on your shoulder and says, "You made it this far." Oh, and hi. Seku, it's Bjorn Ramel. Oh shit! I was one right. of the Vikings, member of Winter's Roar. Um, <laughs> Bjorn quickly pulls you along um, to his uh, to his band of motley seamen. I hate you. And certainly elsewhere in the museum, uh, you have uh, Kel Pashar, uh, a the human uh, shield uh, shield maiden. I guess they're not a maiden, but that's what they are. Uh, with a large trident, trough frost knuckles, uh, the bugbear, uh, and of course, Lady Sigrid Beal, the orc uh, queen to be. And uh, I think uh, Sigrid turns to you and uh, she sees that Bjorn has excitedly brought you along and uh, she nods. And I think she almost laughs a little bit and she says, huh. Yes, of course you would be among those to get through. I'm very powerful. <laughs> um, Knuckles pats your back and says, Which prince of the sea? And he's, he's like actually speaking. He really did not really speak much last time. I think he was maybe a little hesitant. But I guess they all decide you're cool. It's good to see you, boy. You have fought valiantly to get here? Mm-hmm. Well, we will fight you valiantly too. No hard feelings when I... He punches his hands together and grins. You can try. Uh, Kel uh, kind of smiles a little bit and uh, he's nervously fidgeting with his trident and says you all made it here in one piece I heard two fireworks go off a while ago were you among them? Uh, yeah it was uh, that was me and that was us in Tino's Toughest mm, I see well it's very good to make to see that you're all doing well and, it's uh, good to see you here too Bjorn smiles and I, he's, I think he's very pleased that you're here <laughs> and uh, they they kind of give you a side hug and says, "It's good to see another spellcaster get so far." I was kind of worried coming in, you know, thinking, "Hey, everyone here knows martial arts, and all I know how to do is cast winter spells." And seeing you being able to cast sea spells get along as well. Well, us casters, we have to stay together, huh? Kind of taps his head. <laughs> yeah, we do. They they don't expect you to be good at... I think because everybody's good at martial arts, that being good at spells is like, a good thing. Because it's easy to punch somebody. But I think it's much harder to not get blasted by like, a wave of water, I think. (laughs) I think uh, Bjorn just grins at that and Lady Beale nods sagely and says, are you ready for the dinner tonight? You know, they say the Empress of Goku will be there. Oh god. (laughs) I will be fine. She has very important connections. Befriending her could lead to some positive outcomes. It'll be a contest in its own, you know. Whichever team can impress her more. That's that's scary. <laughs> Trough pats your back heartily and says, Don't be scared, witch prince. You'll do fine. As will we. Uh, we'll do a little more fine, though, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think you spend some time hanging out with them before probably going on your own way. Masami. What's up? 
you're done? You're good? Yeah. <laughs> cool, okay. <laughs> I think it's around four yeah, fun. I think around four o'clock a firework goes off. Are you interested in scoping out who's next? I mean yeah, probably. Okay. You make your way down to the entrance and you see the team that has just entered. Four familiar faces, actually. Four monks, all dressed in very strange clothes. Oh my god, wait. A sylph, an undying venera, a jewel born Suli, and some guy. <laughs> Team number six oh. the Arms of Balance. Oh my god. Who you yes. encountered during the coconut challenge. Yes. Hey, how's it going? Our coconut buddies. Uh, Bavana Wadagase, their leader, uh, quote unquote, uh, looks up with those stormy eyes and she smiles and says, Takahara, oh, it is wonderful to see you. Uh, she steps forward and um, I think she kind of opens her arms for a hug. Do you, do you go for it or? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> So I was a little surprised by it, but sure. I think she's... She she is acting very calmly, but going off this hug, I think you can tell she's so Excited. unbelievably pumped. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sunita, the, the sylph that you competed directly with, um, looks really trilled. Like, really, really, really trilled. Which, considering she was kind of acting like an aloof jerk before, is a huge change of pace. And uh, she smiles and says, I wasn't sure we'd make it. We had some very close calls, especially with you. But we were able to <laughs> overcome those enforcers afterwards. And now, uh, here we are. Hey, it's you with seven feathers at the same time as us. Like, that's nothing to sneeze at. You guys are really good. Uh, Raunak, the Venera Undyne with the fire powers, shrugs and says, Yeah, I know. <sighs> hey, we, we were going to get here in the first place. I, I don't know about these guys, but like... We got this. We, we're it's, we're good at what we do, you know. Hey, we, we got up there. Masami wants. Masami crosses their arms and gives them a look, trying to see if they can perceive any false confidence. No, nah, man, it's all fucking real. <laughs> <laughs> he he, hundo percent believes in himself. <laughs> Masami just shrugs and goes, "Hello, points for the confidence." Uh, Bumash uh, smiles and he steps forward. I think he bows to you, Masami, and says, uh, well, we would not uh, we would not put out this much confidence if it were not backed up. We have made history tonight, as have you. I look forward to seeing the rest of your team soon. It was wonderful to compete against you last time, but next time, punch hands! He kind of punches his hands. <laughs> we'll have to put on a real competition now, won't we? Well, that requires training on both parts, then. I look forward to that. I think they grin a little bit. Uh, and... Probably they have you. They probably go off their, on their own way. Uh, some time passes. The rest of you, what do you do? Uh, do you want to group up, see, wait for more people to come true? Are you going anywhere in particular? What's the plan? It's getting closer and closer to the evening. Uh, I mean, Chuchi was with uh, the oh fuck, what's their name again? Uh, Steps of the Sun. Ch- yeah, Chuchi was with the Steps of the Sun. I think they've gone their separate ways now. Like, they, they retire okay. to their room to rest for a little bit before dinner. So you're able to go wherever you like. Okay, yeah. Stay they you, they meet up with the others. Mm-hmm. You guys group up and you have some time. Chuchi looks bothered. 
Are you okay? I've been alright. I met one of the teams. So did I. Oh. Cool. I hope it went better than our than I did. Uh, what happened? Uh, I met Steps of the Sun. Oh. Like, half of them are pretty cool. Which team was that one again? The one with the giant fuck-ass bird. Oh! Oh, oh those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, super cool bird. Super cool two people on those at that team. Uh, their leader's a fucking asshole. Oh. <laughs> asshole how? Is in, uh, he demanded that I never speak to him with such crassness ever again. Oh, the uppity type. Uh... Can you believe that fucking guy? Hang on, can, yes, can I guess? Uh, that's, that sounds bad, Juji. I can't believe him. <laughs> can, 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 He's like half asleep. <laughs> can, I, can I make a guess and say nobility? Uh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, yeah. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. Yeah, they, said, they tend to be like that. <laughs> Master Shin. That's his name. Rich people. <laughs> he does sound like he has a stick up his ass. <laughs> and as you're talking about sticks and asses. <laughs> what? There's a Pardon? loud bang from outside. And another firework goes off. Oh, hey. Oh, yeah, the previous firework. Um, Remember the four monks that we did, like, the coconut yeah. contest with? They made it. Oh, oh they shit, they made yeah. it? Yeah, Fuck yeah. yeah, I just talked to them. I was really hoping they would. Sick, I wanted to see that guy again. We'll be able to see them in the evening. A few moments later... The next team steps true. Mm -hmm. It's three figures. An elf wearing long green robes with a black ponytail, dark skin, and a bow and arrow over his back. A strange wooden man with goggles, arms that split off into two. Oh! And harrow cards around his hips. Oh! And at their front... A dark-skinned lady with uh, blackened glasses, purple and black robes, and standing just behind her, a ghostly figure that resembles a man with the head of a mantis. Oh, fuck it's yes. them! Oh, <laughs> Team God. Seven, the Biting Roses. Huh. And I think uh, their leader... Yarika Mulandez, uh, the spiritualist who owns Grandfather uh, Mantis, uh, her she sees you as she enters, uh, grinning at the others, and her expression immediately lightens up and just, Well, 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 look who we've found here! Hello! Radiant Winds, was it? Yeah. Yeah. You're, you, hey. you're the team with the boy with uh, their own grandfather. And Lola wakes yeah. up and you're like, How are you? Why are you so sleepy? It's been a long three days. Oh, please. Long three days. You've been in that bag boy. half or half of it. Oh, it's so much work. Oh, what? I bet I it is, I have to create all man. of Sanko's magic myself. Be nice. Boo. <sighs> Yurika giggles. And uh, <laughs> Artus Rodrivan, the uh, elven uh, archer, I think he takes your hand, Masami, and kisses it. Uh, oh, um, they flush a little bit. <laughs> they weren't expecting <laughs> that. <laughs> and uh, he says, it's wonderful to see you all again. I... Uh, <laughs> I had a feeling when we met that you had the souls of victors. Uh, good to see you too. Thanks. Man, the sun is getting all the action today. Um, <laughs> well, no, that's not fair. Trudy got a little bit, but it was like mean action. It's more standoffish. Uh, uh. Yeah. And uh, Lantondo, the, uh, the uh, wirewood, uh, which the uh, harrow cards, uh, does a, uh, an extravagant bounce. It's a pleasure to meet you all once again. 
I had no doubt in my mind when I saw you, but the, the conviction you had and the... Okay, I'm bluffing. It's a surprise, but it's just welcome surprise. Is it? Very. Huh. <laughs> and uh, Yorika smiles and says, What did you make of the Ruby Phoenix herself? She's quite the character, isn't she? She's really cool. Yeah. She's amazing. Quite. And even looking around here, was all this created through her conjuration magic? Yeah. Masami goes to confirm with her magic sense. Oh, fuck yeah. With with their magic sense? (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Same scent of conjuration. That's all her. She smiles a little bit and says, And these Phoenix fighting fans, you know, after looking at them, they retain the properties of their silver feathers. You can use a Phoenix fighting fan to bring someone back from the dead. Oh. Let's hope we don't have to do that, shall we? Uh, yeah. Yeah, here's hoping. And uh, she smiles, and Grandfather Mantis doesn't say anything, but he nods a little bit. And she looks around and says, How many teams have made it true so far? I counted seven fireworks? Yeah, seven. Yeah, you're right. Yep, you're seventh. Wonderful. Just in time. Well, that means that the final team should be on their way soon. And literally, as she's saying that, <laughs> one final bang from outside. And Eureka says, Oh? That could be them. Just in time. And I think the other teams very quickly like start to gather to look and see who else has made it. You know, uh, Tino's toughest uh, pops out from like near their rooms, uh, interested. Uh, the arms of balance were not too far and around the corner. Um, up on the balcony, uh, you see Winter's Roar, the Vikings. Hmm. And uh, elsewhere on the balcony, you can see... Uh, the hu- the non-rock members of uh, <laughs> Steps of the Sun. It's like 75% of the members. <laughs> and pushing open the doors are the final team. A large group of people with dark skin and very like brown and green clothes. Oh my god. Which seems to be almost like... <gasps> Not the kind you would expect from anywhere, but the most vibrant jungle. Oh my god. Yes! 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 Oh my god. Team H. Yes! Yay! Speakers to the wind. Oh my god. The class of students from the Magambia and their teacher, uh, Speaker Ayuwari, make their way in. Yay! Netir, the half-elf divination wizard, looks around, amazed by the amount of conjuration magic presence. Nala the Reed, the uh, gripply magus, ribbits, and she kind of tugs on the sleeve of Aquila Stormheel, a halfling who has a mask of a leopard around her waist. Um, Ovark, the half-orc uh, witch who has a, a little dragon familiar on his shoulder, uh, sees you, Sanku, and waves excitedly. Sanku waves back. Uh, strings on the river in Kila. The uh, Anadi um, story weaver um, kind of like stands next to a speaker Ayuwari, who I remind you is an old man with a with colorful robes, uh, kind of like a little white beard, and a very proud look on his face. And uh, he looks around at all of you, and people wave and smile. Um, speaker Ayuwari uh, nods and says. And all this without me ever getting into a single fight myself. I must say, I'm very proud of you students. And they all kind of grin and giggle. 
And it looks Aww. like all eight teams are here. Steps of the Sun. A trio of Azamar battle dancers from the nation of Tianjin. Winter's Roar. Adventurers from the land of the Linorm Kings seeking to set up their own kingdom. Tino's Toughest. Underdogs who have come together to use the power of friendship to get their way through this tournament. The Arms of Balance. Elemental monks from Vudra who have studied their own way of accessing the elements. The Biting Roses. Occultists from the far-off land of Arcadia. Speakers of the Wind. Students of the Halcyon Magic School of the Magambia, the oldest school of magic in the world. And the Radiant Winds. Traveling adventurers who've made their way all through Tian Sha and are ready to prove their power to the whole world. Hmm. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Huh. <laughs> I, I count almost. seven. Gee, I wonder who the last team is. I wonder. Derry? <laughs> <laughs> I am the shadows behind you. Ugh. <laughs> oh, shit. Kind of like always coming up from directly behind you. Is one final team. Team one. A human woman with dark robes. Uh kind of covering some lightweight leather armor and a kind of smirk on her face. She steps out. She's got long black hair and she raises an eyebrow. And she says, My, my, my. I didn't actually think you'd get that, all that fire with your one silver feather we gave you. I guess you really owe us. <laughs> a tall, strong blue-skinned man with white glowing eyes grins and says and look over there you see them that's the team we bet for three of their feathers with the paladin what do they call themselves tino's greatest ha <laughs> jokes a hobgoblin with a, a wide brimmed wizard's hat and dark robes just sighs and says well, the competition doesn't look too hard. I say we have this in the bag. And then stepping out is a woman with white hair that kind of curls and waves on its own. She's a purple kimono and her hair tied into a bun. And on her shoulder is a massive mot, which kind of looks at you with weird eyes. Siu Taknoa, leader of the Lightkeepers, including Hu Yin, Diki Sonan and Azkanak the Exiled smiles as she steps forward. And she looks at you all and says, Greetings, Radiant Winds. I had a feeling we'd see each other again. Did you? Yes. I can recognize greatness when I see it. You're all very strong, aren't you? Or at least you have the potential to be strong. What's wrong? You all look tired. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm kind of just tired of seeing you guys, probably. She raises an eyebrow and says, Ha! You wound me. Why, Stout? Have we not been kind? We gave you a silver feather, didn't we? That we could have gotten ourselves. Ha! And yet you took it anyway. As if we need your charity. And yet you took it anyway. Enjoy knowing that your Phoenix fan 
is made up of feathers that we gave to you. Kisses. She smiles and she pulls away. And I think uh, Dicky Sonam claps his hands together and says, I don't want to hang around with these guys. Why don't we go back and get ready for dinner? Please, let the blue eyesore get away from me. Uh, he turns back and he like looks like he's about to beat the shit out of you for a second. Like, Wasami that, that just gives him a face, look. They are not that impressed. That smiling face he has been having this entire time, it drops and for a second you see nothing but pure fury. They are not, they do not care. They just give them a look at side eye. Uh, Senku's like, there's no fighting in here. Yeah, I think as Connect the Exile puts a hand on his shoulder and says, we'll get our chance later to make right any wrongs. Just leave. And Dicky Sonam smiles and says, Sorry, be seeing you soon. <laughs> and uh, Hugh Ying says, Later, losers. And she turns, and there's a little click as she moves, and you can see around her waist is a laser pistol. I'm gonna steal that guy. <laughs> and I think the other three make their way off. But Chief Takenwa kind of stands there for a second. She just smiles at you all. Get some rest. It's well deserved. You're Ruby Phoenix tournament members now. Act it. She turns away and leaves. Chuji's flipping them off as soon as he turns away. <laughs> the moth is looking at you as you do it. It chitters. Yeah, second hand goes up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after that brief encounter, um, I actually think uh, Tino puts a hand on your shoulder, Chuji, and says, Hey man, you met the lightkeepers? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, they're real before. strong, right? Yeah. I guess. Apparently. They nearly knocked us out. Early on, we had like four feathers, and they took three of them. Jeez. They didn't even need them, I don't think. They just did it for fun. Yeah. Crazy strong, right? To be ballsy enough to do that? I think they're just crazy, actually. Uh, Malaka, not well. It takes all sorts of people to make the world go round. Um... You can see that down on the, like on the main floor by now, winter's roar, the arms of balance, uh, the biting roses, speakers uh, to the wind. Everyone, they're all kind of like chatting amicably. A few teams seem to have already met each other in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, Naturally, steps of the sun looks like they're about to go, but Shen raises a hand and they follow. Oh. Um. Everyone seems to be having a good time. All eight teams. The winners of the pre-qualifiers have been revealed. Now all that remains is the, the banquet tonight. And whatever challenges come with it. And if all goes well, you'll have made some real friends before you start. The Ruby Phoenix Tournament! Live from Goka!
This episode of Dice Will Roll would not have been possible without the support of our patrons! Aiden Troll, Nets, Minty Belmont, Hopi and Anna, GP Dora, Marshmallowberry, Sarissa, Farrak Falcon, Luis Loza, Ares, Alexander Criswell, Skyly, Burst Hellion, Kendra West, Ren, Generally Tricked, Transgirl Trish, Platonic, Val Ponyon, Johnny Catman, Matthew Wilson Crabsonage, Hillen Shark, Fearin, Glitch HD, Jason Nooks, Zenith Trumps, Josh Heatcoat, Torbjorn, Introduction, Sophia Vardara, G Barbera, Luke, Gideon, Sarah B, Seth, Ravona Darklow, Dolore, Kira, Litchelow, Gizmo, Matthew, Cass, Fable McAdoff, Ava, Chris Lutman, Remty Bright, Lonesome Chunk 44, Steph, Sean C, Natasha Lumley, Rhiannon C, Ellie, Jenna Mitchell, King Kendrick, Triceratops, Ray Kitsune, Anna Maria, Roxy, Jordan, Cynical Spinstress, Emily Lederna, John the Bookhorter, SS66 Seeker, and Dame Valerie the Turd. There's, there's a lot of patron characters in episodes now because they're in the Ruby Phoenix finals. So I hope you forgive me for only naming new characters or characters who have very important speaking roles in episodes from here on out. Because wow. So that means Liang Shen by Ren. Lord Ryong by Rem T. Bright. Lady Yi by Sarah B. Strange. And many, many more. Do you want to see what you can get for your support? Check out patreon.com slash diceofroll today! How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.